Welcome back, mother lovers, to a brand new episode of Last Call at McLaren's, the best damn How I Met Your Mother podcast on the internet. I am your host, Josh, here with my best bud, John. How you doing, man? See a different, uh, different location today. Well, my computer is being a piece of shit, and my ring light setup decided it was going to fuck me like the ref on Cody Rhodes, uh, but... I made a modification to it, so I am recording from my bedroom. That's true. We are, uh, you know, we wanted to make sure we still got an episode to you guys, so we're going to make it happen. Listen, we love the people, so I mean, yeah, of course, we're going to do whatever we can to make sure we record for you guys. Absolutely. So uh, what have you been up to, man? How you been? I mean, not much is going on here. Uh, You know, some stuff. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I mean, we so were off for a week last week. So. We were off for a week last week. Uh, last weekend, we did my little sister Sherry's uh, Dirty 30, uh, which I I know she's not listening to this, so I don't even know why I'm giving her a shout out, because why would my family listen to my podcast? I mean, that's just the polite thing to do, <laughs> but I get it. So, no, I mean, there's some small things that happened as well last weekend, though, that were fun. And exciting, like, um, oh, I don't know. I added a little fur baby to my house, yes. You um, did. so my son's birthday is next weekend, he's turning seven, and all he's been talking about is getting a cat. He wants a kitten, so I found a pure white little kitten, uh, and named her Stay Puffed, which I just saw her run through here, so maybe I'll try to get her on screen. And, uh She's a cute little thing. Josh can confirm. Uh, he got first snuggles. Yes, absolutely. She's a very, very cute little cat. Likes to nibble on things. <laughs> Definitely likes to nibble on things. Yeah. How about for you, though, bro? How's, how's things in your universe? Uh, you know, things are, you know, they're okay. Um, things are starting, starting to move. I haven't actually even told you this. Uh, I might, uh, I should be starting my treatments soon for my MS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have uh, an intake appointment. Uh, I'm not sure what they'll be doing on that. It's a patient intake appointment on the 18th. It's actually the day before I come out for Kel's birthday, Woo! and uh, then I should be starting my treatments the week after. So uh, that's a good fingers thing, crossed. Bro. Keeping fingers crossed uh, that it'll work out. It's been like two two months, almost three months now since I was supposed to start those treatments. Yeah, you so, know how doctors and insurance agencies and stuff are. Oh, yeah. So, they want that crazy. money, but they don't want to help you when it's needed. That's true. That's true. Uh, so, yeah, we are here for Season 3, Episode 5, How I Met Everyone Else. But before yes. we get into that, <laughs> we have a winner, John, right? Yes. So, two weeks ago, I asked the question, what was the song the acapella band was singing in the Halloween episode? Um, and we got a winner. Within like an hour of Josh posting the video, somebody was like, I think I know the answer. Yeah. Yes, it was uh, at Goofy Weird on Twitter. Uh, and they said, playing the game, I feel like I'm going to lose, but I believe it was my Bonnie lies over the ocean. Well, guess what? You didn't lose. You that did it. is correct. Very, you bet. very good. You bet. You bet. You bet. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. Congratulations. You got it. Which leads us to this week's question. This week's question has to do with this episode. Oh. Ted introduces Blah Blah to the group, but he couldn't remember her name in the moment. What is Blah Blah's name? Yes. Leave us a comment down below. This is one that you'll have to you'll have to be a bit more familiar with the show as it does not happen in this direct episode. Nope. So you gotta you gotta remember you gotta know what you're doing and I uh, hope that you guys can get it. So uh, leave us a leave us a message on uh, Twitter at last call h i m y m with your guess and uh, first person who gets it right, we'll give you a shout out. Give you a All shout right. out. All right. So let's get into this episode. First, I wanted to say the title of this episode, How I Met Everyone Else. I remember when I first watched this episode, uh, I was not expecting. I was what I was expecting was it was just going to be Ted talking about how he met everybody else. 
because that's the way yeah. the, the, the title kind of makes you feel. But it's a lot more than that. It's so much more than that. We get we get Marshall and uh, Lily. We get Marshall and uh, Barney. We get all these different relationships that uh, yeah. have formed throughout, uh, and we learn how they all happen. So it, it it's it's one of my favorite episodes. I, I really enjoy this one quite a bit. I, I think one of the fa- my favorite things about it is his meeting Barney. Yeah, because Barney is such a dick, and even he says it. Like yeah. when Marshall's sitting there, he's like, "Who's this guy?" And he's like, "This is Barney, kind of a jackass." Yeah, and I'm like, "Then the why the fuck you with... hanging out with him?" Yeah, I know, man. He's been hanging out with him for at least a couple of days because he says, "You know, I met him a couple of days ago when when he meets when he meets Marshall," uh, and so it's like he's still hanging around, still, still hanging. hanging. Yeah, so. I don't know. <laughs> so let's get into it. Uh, this episode originally aired October 22nd of 2007. Directed by the great Pamela Fryman. p Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and written by Gloria calderon Uh This is actually the final episode uh, of the five that she did. Which also included Drumroll Please and Showdown. Two really good episodes there. And Too she good. Actually, yeah. Yeah, man. And she actually won an award for outstanding writing for this episode from the National Council of La Raza, now known as uh, Unidos U.S. Uh, so huh. I thought that thought, thought that was pretty cool. That was La Raza. Cool. Yeah, it's a it's a Latino uh, uh, society <coughs> thing. And, uh, and like I said, they, they they gave her an award for this specific episode. I thought that was really cool. It's very cool. Yeah. All right. So the summary for this one. Ted brings his new girlfriend to meet the group. Barney tries to prove she's on the wrong side of the line on his hot crazy scale. And in the meantime, the gang tells stories about how they all met. You know, the funny thing is, is this is one of the few theories slash things that Barney has invented that I actually kind of agree with. Yeah. Yeah. I I believe that there's a a fine line between hot and crazy, and a girl has to balance it. She can't just be super fucking hot. Yeah, I mean, it's all, realistically, it's all about what are you willing to put up with? You know, it's like, are you attracted to this person enough? You know, so like, is she hot enough to you to deal with whatever crazy she may have? And this goes for guys too, you know. I'm sure there are plenty of dudes who are on this scale who fit within this. So it doesn't just have to be girls, but uh, it's really, like I said, it's really all about what you're willing to deal with. And I think it's it's a, it's an interesting concept. It really is. I mean, you're not wrong. It's yeah. definitely interesting. All right. So episode starts off with future Ted telling his kids the story of this girl that he dated for a brief moment. Whose name he just can't remember. I can't so remember. He, so he just calls her blah blah. Uh, he introduces her to the gang, uh, and she tells him the story of of how they met at a cooking class. They are both in, in this class called French Fusion, uh, and she uses like the classic, you know, spotted him from across the room, uh, and it was magical kind of kind of trope, which is actually how Ted and Robin met, which I find funny. Uh, and then it's revealed that Ted and Blah Blah actually met online. Yep. And I know that like now there really isn't a stigma to meeting online. Like it's no. that's real commonplace. But 2007, I mean, it, there. I know Ted likes to keep saying there's no stigma anymore. There definitely was. Oh, in 2007, yeah. It was yeah. still a big faux pas. If you met somebody online, people would be like, what? Yeah. Was the bar closed? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Uh, it's like, well, you, were you that desperate? You know, that that's kind of what the way it was viewed. Now yeah. it's like most people. That's how most people are doing it nowadays. Really, I you mean, know? and this the weird part is, is I'm going to say this in a, a I'm going to just say it. It's even worse now to date online than it was then because at least back then people were honest about it. Nowadays, catfishing has become a bigger thing. Online predators have become a bigger thing. It's almost like you you can't trust who's on the other side of a keyboard anymore. It's true. Yeah, it's it's tough. Like 
we've both done the online dating thing. It yep. didn't work. It didn't work for me at all. Didn't work for me either, man. Like, I can't even, I can't say, and well, I mean, I did get a couple of hits, but it wasn't like, uh, didn't really pan into anything. If yeah. I was a gold miner, I'd, I'd be fucking broke and feeding my kids cabbage. <laughs> I mean, I am broke, but I definitely am not feeding my kid cabbage. <laughs> Fair. Definitely not. Uh, so, because he met online, Barney assumes that if she's hot, she must also be kind of crazy. Crazy. Because, because as he puts it, the only hot girls that troll the internet for dudes are crazy hookers or dudes. <laughs> that, 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 that was a direct quote. So don't, uh, don't, don't yell at me for the language that I use folks. Or doesn't he say, uh, or the one person I met was all three. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, uh, uh Ted is Ted. He's like, or there's this what does he say? He's like, there's this guy who at his gym or something like that. Something like who's, that. Who's all three or yeah, something. He <laughs> he apparently has met a met somebody who's all three. Yeah, which I, yeah, it was uh, that was interesting. And, uh, crazy hooker dude. Okay, sure. Uh, so then Barney shows them the hot crazy scale. Uh, which essentially it breaks down to hotness needs to be equal to or greater than craziness. I actually have the scale, which will come back later on in Barney's blog. Uh, but here's the, you know, the high, if you're watching this on, on the video, you can actually see the hot crazy scale. It's a real simple line graph type of thing, uh, you know, where you have the two axes and your point just has to coincide and stay on the left side of the line. That's all. Yes. That's all it is. Real you simple. don't want to. You don't want to cross the Mendoza line. Yep, and you definitely don't want to end up in the uh, Shelley Gillespie zone. <laughs> she gained. She gained ten pounds and then tried to g- g- kill him with a hit him with a brick, something like that. I think is what he said. What wasn't the two hundred pounds where she cut her hair or did something to her hair? I think the cutting the hair thing was just him, kind of when he was like going by back and forth, oh, and like okay. describing things on on the thing. But the Shelley Gillespie thing was, I think it was, or maybe she did. No, I think it was that she she gained. No, maybe she did shave her head. Either way, she tried to hit him with a brick. Yeah, whatever, I mean, well, you whatever know. it was. She, she tried I mean, to hit him with a brick. So here, here's my question to that, though. <laughs> Knowing what we know of Barney, could he have deserved it? I mean, honestly, probably. <laughs> I mean, though, I don't. I don't. There aren't many people who I think deserve to get you know beaten with a brick. Um, even if even from just being <coughs> kind of an asshole. Uh, but <laughs> he probably did deserve something. You know, knowing him, maybe. Just saying. Just saying. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, then Ted asks them uh, to just kind of play along with this fake story uh, of how they met, and then we flash back to the present as uh, Blah Blah is finishing up their story. And then to just distract everyone, Ted asks Lillian Marshall to tell the story of how they met. It's a story that they have perfected over the years. It's a uh, song as old as time. It is, my friend. It is. Uh, it's, but it's, I mean, he is very tall, so he could be the beast. I don't know. I mean, Marshall and Lily are definitely a, a real version of Beauty and the Beast, man. <laughs> Lily's hot as fuck. That is true. I mean, that that even comes into play later on. Uh, so Lily needed uh, some help setting up her stereo. And we've seen we've heard this story before uh, in the show earlier uh, in, in the series. Uh, she needed some help putting up or setting up her stereo and decided to walk the hall looking for someone <coughs> and says she was just drawn to room 110. One and, when turn. She, and when she knocked, Marshall answers and it was love at first sight. Obviously, she tells this story way better than I do, but, you know. Well, you know what the funny thing is, though, is that, I mean, you, it's like you said, though. We we hear it here. We heard the story, like, once before now, and we're going to hear it again, like, a couple times before the series ends. Yeah. Because there's the episode when Robin and Barney are getting married, and the pastor asks them how they get married, and they steal Marshall's and Lily's story. <laughs> I love that. It's so fun. And I'm always just kind of like, <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, they've probably heard that story so many times that it's been committed to memory. So it's just easy to to, to recite. 
Well, Damn. when you're in a group like that, you're going to hear those stories. It's kind of like when Ted tells the Tootsie yeah. Roll story. You know that you've heard those stories a thousand times, but it's the people telling them that make them special. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Uh, but apparently, the first time that Marshall told the story to Ted, it went a little different. <laughs> <laughs> Want to bang it. Yeah. Yeah, says, uh... Uh, he says a dark-haired goth chick came by earlier. Wanna tap it? Oh yeah, tap it. He, 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 that, he says tap. Wanna tap it? Uh, then Blah Blah makes up this story uh, that while in cooking class, uh, her and Ted's hands touched, and right then she knew that Ted would take her up to the roof, kiss her, and give her a rose, and he did that. So. Yeah, and I have a question. The I never questioned this story before, and then she's telling it this time, and I'm listening to it on like my like hundredth watch through the show. I'm like, how the fuck did they get on the roof of a random fucking building? And where did he get a rose? Did he just bring roses with him in hopes that he would meet someone there and fall in love with them? But the thing is, John, it never happened. No, I know, but like in theory of her story, if it had, yeah. Like, she's supposed to be making a believable story, and there are more holes in her story than there are in Swiss cheese. And I hate Swiss cheese. That's, you know, that's fair. I love Swiss cheese, but I don't like a story full of holes. So, you know. That's fair. (laughs) I I mean, you love your Swiss. It's just showing that how kind of crazy she is. It's like, really? You really think anybody's going to buy that story? Like. If if you believe that, then I got a sandbox in Florida that I want to sell. <laughs> like, yeah, like, come on, like it, it's kind of ridiculous. But so after the gang, uh, after getting the gang, uh, I should say a, a, another round of drinks. Blah blah comes back and then asks Robin how she and Barney met, assuming that they are a couple. To which Robin says no sixteen times. Sixteen. Sixteen times. <laughs> Quite uh, an overreaction, I must say. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like when she when she thought Ted was going to propose to her. You remember? We just talked about this one. Yeah, yeah, I do. And she had this huge, no, 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 you know, kind of a sa- similar oh, God, kind of no. reaction. <laughs> yeah, it was a very similar reaction. Um, which, I mean, I like that they're keeping consistent on the way she reacts to this kind of thing. Just in general. Yeah. Well, especially because it makes her character more her character. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I think that's one of the things I like about Robin as a character is that she is a commitment phobe. Yeah. But at the same time, like, she doesn't see Barney like that at this point. She sees Barney the way we all see Barney. He's just a man whore. It's true. And uh, I I love because, like, Robin's character, I think, is the most interesting personally because, of, like, everything that has happened in her life, the way her character kind of ch- changes into this very unique type of character compared to all the other ones, I think she's the most interesting one of the group. Well, she has so, so well by the end of the series, anyway, not yet, anyway, but by the end of the series, yeah, man, she has so much dynamic, yeah. Like you Absolutely. figure she goes through all the you figure like all the shit that her father puts her through, wanting a son and not a daughter. She has the Robin Sparkles background. Yeah. Uh the falling out with Jessica. Just even just the, the Canadian stuff, because that comes up randomly. Um, you know, I, I just <clears throat> recently I know I know that I talked a little bit with you, but like I just recently did that the the Thanksgiving episodes. Uh, I wrote an article for Collider about the Thanksgiving episodes of, of and ranking all five of them. And in more than one of those episodes, she mentions that she doesn't celebrate normal Thanksgiving because in Canada it's in October. Yeah. So like it comes up, you know, fairly regularly. And so, and I love that they sprinkle that kind of stuff in. I, know, I wish that it... they would have done a Canadian Thanksgiving episode. That would have been cool. Yeah. Or she like she puts on Thanksgiving. They're like, "What are you doing? It's October." Yeah, you know? like like you know, she tries to surprise the group, and everybody's in like Halloween costumes, and she's like, "Guys, it's Thanksgiving," and they're all like, "What?" They're like, oh, I thought this was a Halloween party. 
sober, Robin. What are you doing? That hey, would have been great, man. We're writing an unofficial episode of How I Met Your Mother. That would have been awesome, actually. I would have loved that. Yeah. But unfortunately, it did not happen. Uh, yet. <laughs> so, yet. That is right. Uh, and so, after, you know, Robin's reaction to this, uh, she, you know, it's revealed, obviously, that Robin is single and blah, blah gets like instantly jealous about this and starts acting real weird. She, the whole way she reacts all the way through this episode, I'm just like, like you're trying to impress his friends and yet you're coming off very needy and unattentive about other people and making it all about you. Like, yeah, I mean, Barney's a lot of things, but he's also smart. He knows what he's talking about a lot of times. Oh, yeah. And this whole hot, crazy thing, at least when it comes to her, he ain't wrong. No. You know what I mean? No. Like I said, I think I think the hot, crazy scale might be one of my favorite uh, things Barney ever comes up with because it's not wrong. I kind of like the lemon law, too. Oh, man. The lemon (laughs) law is just (laughs) the lemon law for what it is and the way he like perceives it in the show. It's phenomenal. I mean, you yeah. don't get better than that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying like I, I feel like I would probably get lemon laud. You know, I feel like it could happen. Oh, every uh, time I would get lemon laud, but it would be fun to see. Yeah, man, I'd give. I'd be like, you know what? Respect. You know, I know at least one woman right now though who would not lemon law you. So you're winning. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You know, but see, on on the flip side, there's definitely you know, I would use it too. You know, That's fair. You know, I feel like if he just if it becomes just a, a part of it, then it's not going to hurt anybody's feelings when, you know, that's just kind of a thing that it might happen. I don't know. I feel like that's better than wasting your time, wasting your money on a date that isn't going to go anywhere. I, I mean, know. you're not you're not wrong, you know, but that maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm a little too pessimistic when it comes to that nowadays. I don't know. <laughs> Let us know on Twitter. <laughs> last call. H.I.M.I.M. What are your thoughts? On the lemon law and the hot crazy stuff. Josh is like fuck love. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, Uh, it's a lemon hot Hogan. The two things Josh can't stand. (laughs) It has been oh, and black licorice. It has been a a, a, (laughs) quite a ride. How dare you slowly black licorice like that? I know you have a pantry shelf full of it. If I did, it would only be to like shoot out of a like a. A uh, freaking slingshot at people, because that shit is trash. <laughs> that and circus peanuts. I don't. I honestly am not sure if I've ever eaten one. A circus peanut? Yeah. I mean, I know, if you I know if you are, I've obviously seen them. I don't know if I've eaten one. If you haven't, consider yourself lucky. Don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like My fucking dad used cake. To. Oh, My I know. Used to eat them. I don't think I've ever eaten one though. So you're lucky. No, well, you know. <laughs> sometimes you you do, and think sometimes it? you don't. It's like I'm enjoying mounds. Think of it like this: it's like a flat. Uh, it's like a very squishy tums. Oh, that just sounds gross. It is gross. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. Uh, you're welcome. Now that now that visual is in my head. <laughs> just all a right. squishy tums. Yep, just a squishy tums. Uh, all right. So to to distract from the awkwardness, Ted decides to tell the story of how he met Marshall. Uh, so on the first day of college, Marshall was quote unquote eating a sandwich. This which, is where this officially starts, and yeah, I love it. I, I, yeah, it's so it's so good. Um, it took you know. Oh, two whole seasons and then, you know, a chunk of episodes to get here. But uh, I love that they equate getting high with eating a sandwich. Uh, well, and, and I noticed. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. No, because no, I was just going to keep saying what happened. Oh, like, what did you notice? I was going to say, I noticed that depending on what kind of sandwich they're doing, whether it's supposed to be a joint or a bong, they tell it differently, too. Like a giant sub. Like giant, well, like, freaking like but, foot longer. But not only was it the foot long, there was the little olive, um, oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, toothpick in it. That would be the piece where you would have your pot and pull it. And I'm like, yeah. ha ha, okay. 
I'm like fucking genius. Yeah, and the joints are much smaller, like a three inch, four inch yeah. kind of a kind of a thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's be fair. Some of them can only handle three or four inches. <laughs> we're we're gonna get we're gonna get a lot of people. <laughs> people like, I don't know, man. Ah. <laughs> um, uh... <laughs> anyways, uh, so like I said, uh, first day of college, Marshall eating a sandwich, uh, and a and a dude runs in and tells him that the dean is coming. Dean, and then Ted shows up, and Marshall, being you know obviously high on his sandwich, uh, freaks out and thinks that he's the new he's the dean, and freaks out even more when he finds out that this person who he thinks is the dean is also his roommate. In all fairness, on Marshall's part, though, who the fuck wears a blazer to the first day of college? A uh, very pretentious Ted. That's who. Yeah. 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 I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, and then, but then later that night, we find out that uh, uh, we we see Ted eating a big old sandwich, which I, I think was blazing big, his meat. It, yeah, blazing a big ass sandwich. Uh, he's smoking that. He's smoking that meat. You know. Uh, and uh, Marshall comes in and catches him eating this sandwich and realizes, you're not the dean. And I they, love and how that's like, <laughs> well, yeah, man, they're stoned. You've been there. I mean, once. <laughs> it's true, but there was some laughs had, sir. There was some laughs. <laughs> Floating hands and all. Floating hands. It was like I was in Jello. <laughs> it was a good time. Uh, so then blah blah. Then gets even weirder when uh, Robin says you know something about you know college being a good time uh, because she apparently never went to college and she took this as Robin kind of like giving a dig at her about it. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then she reveals that uh, she, you know instead of going to college, she started her own line of handbags in Japan, John. Yeah, and I love how Robin trying to be nice is like, oh, I'd love to buy one. Where can I get one? And she's like, oh, thanks for uh, reminding me I don't have a distributor. Yeah, it's like, and I'm like, you, man. I'm like, so you make them. You can't just be like, oh, I'll sell you one for a hundred bucks. Right. It's like you design these handbags, but I'm assuming that they're made then in Japan. Maybe. Because why else would they be only sold over there? You know what I mean? That is and, true, yeah. And if she was, like, making them here, you'd think she'd at least have a couple that she could be like, oh, yeah, I got you know a couple in my apartment. You know, you take a look at them. You know what I mean? Sell yeah, them that they way. would want her to see, like, test her product. Yeah, so it's like, she's, she's just crazy, dude. So and, crazy. So, uh... Then Ted asks Barney to uh, tell the story of how they met. So we're just we're rolling through all these stories. It was at the urinals in the bar. Barney tells uh, Ted this story about his deaf brother, which winds up just being like a play that he's working on. Yeah, but we don't know that right away. It's like you know, oh, my brother had lost his hearing. Yeah, and blah blah blah. And Ted's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he's like, wait, you believe that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like. Like, what kind of a dick does that? Let yeah, me want to play in the men's room against some other dude. He's like, I just came up with that mid-P. Yeah. <laughs> You're Which, not stupid. I mean, give, give, the, give it to Barney. That's pretty clever. You know, to come. Up I mean, that right is there. pretty clever. And I love how he says to Teddy, he's like, well, you're not stupid, are you? He's like, I'm still having this conversation. So. <laughs> yep. I like you, Ted. Good stuff. Uh, and then 15 minutes later, uh, Barney sits down next to Ted. And decides he's going to teach him his ways. He's going to teach him how to live his life. Uh, and then he, he then uses Ted for this play, uh, making <clears throat> Ted out to be the deaf brother. Yep. But little does Barney know that Ted actually knows sign language. Well, yeah, but that's only because the girl does it first. Mm -hmm. The girl's like, oh, I happen to know some sign. And Barney's like, oh, God. Yep. And you can see the panic in his face. And then Ted's like, yeah, we 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 first see uh, what Barney thinks happened, which is you know Ted, yeah, doing the wingman thing, getting this girl to give him a number, which wound up being a fake number. But then Ted comes clean 
it, it tells him that uh, that's not exactly what happened. And he actually told the girl that, you know, he was lying and he said, give him a fake number, which I thought was great. Um, I mean, yeah. I'm pretty smart. Yeah. It's like, he doesn't know this guy. He doesn't owe this guy anything. Nothing. That's, you know what I mean? They aren't bros yet. It, nope. He, he doesn't owe him anything. Uh, and, and Ted's not, I mean, sometimes he is, but Ted's not a, a complete douchebag like that to where he's just going to let Barney, just, this dude that he doesn't know, get away with doing this thing. You know? True statement. I mean, I mean, that's the one thing does. about Ted is Ted does have morals most of the time. Yeah. Uh, he gets kind of loose with them here and there, but I, th- I think being friends with Barney for so long has loosened those morals. I <laughs> wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Would not and, disagree with that at all. Be, you know, being his wingman for so long, too, because it was Marshall's been taken this whole time. And so well, it's been <laughs> Barney and Ted. It's funny that you mentioned that. Because that's one of the next things they show. That is true. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, as as he's talking about the whole Barney and how him and Barney had met, uh, they flash to Marshall sitting in the booth with them. And, you know, Barney's all blah, 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 blah. And Marshall's like, who is this guy? And Ted's like, oh, this is Barney. Met him a few days ago. He's a jackass. Which, again, why are you hanging out with him if he's such a jackass? Yeah. Like, like you said, he doesn't owe shit to anybody at that point. So you're just kind of hanging out with a guy that you think is a douche. What are yeah. you getting out of it? Like, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, he's just kind of a it kind of. I love, I love the the Barney meeting Marshall story. It's so funny. Oh, it me. is because I love where it goes from there. Because then Barney's like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna find you a hotter girl tonight. We're gonna use this redhead that just walked in the bar." Yeah, and I yeah, love how he, they because he's like. I'm I want you to go up to the hottest girl in this bar. And he's like, that girl. So to him, Lily, t- t- this is Barney saying this. Lily yeah. at this point is the hottest girl in that bar. In the bar, yeah. And I mean, you were you like earlier, you know, you're like, you know, Lily is a is hot, is, is hot as hell. And you're right. Yeah. You know, even even Barney thinks so. Even Barney, I mean, Barney makes his comments on her all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, um, so no, I love that you know all that goes down, and Marshall's like, "I'll go over there and get my, uh, give her my number. I'll get it." And he goes over there, and then like they start making out, and Barney's like, "He's a god. He's a god." I love that. It's <laughs> it's it's a and great think, moment. What I like even more about that scene is the way Ted just kind of plays along with it, like the shocked look on his face. Oh when, yeah, he knows obviously what's going on here. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely one of the funny moments, and especially because, like you said, Ted sells it so great. Yeah, and then Marshall's yeah. like, he followed me around for like a week. He even <laughs> did my laundry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so uh, we jumped a little bit ahead because there was a little bit before they do that part. Oh, shit. Um, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. Is it uh, Ted, Lily, and, and, and Blah Blah go uh, up to, uh, to the bar? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, and or is it hold on it's uh no 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 it's just ted and blah blah at this point um they're up at the bar and and he tells because she's she's just kind of being her kind of crazy self and ted kind of blurts out that uh lily and marshall's story isn't you know all it's been cracked up to be uh and he tells them about uh the night that he thinks that he and Lily made out at the, the orientation mixer before she and Marshall met. And she says that if, if he doesn't tell Marshall, she will, she will. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck lady? Yeah. What a bitch move. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and (laughs) So we then go back to the table uh, and, and blah, blah, asks Lily how she met Ted. Uh, her version of the story is that she and Marshall walk into Ted's room uh, and he's on the phone and he's crying. Yeah. And talking to his girlfriend, uh, Karen, at the time, which I thought was really funny. We got another well, mention of Karen. Another mention of Karen. And I love how, like, he's leaving her a voice message. And yeah. Then he's like, 
he because he's it was whatever he says. I can't I I can't even remember. But then he's like, I'm sorry that this is a a voicemail. I'm gonna go leave you an electronic message now. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna go send you an electronic mail because uh, you know they hadn't shortened it to email yet. I guess I don't know. No, we were totally calling it emails in 07. Well, that would have no, that would have been 1996. Oh shit. Because that was their freshman yeah, year. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I, they probably weren't calling them emails yet. Uh, and so then uh, Blah Blah tries to get the real story out. Uh, and this is when Ted pulls her and Lily aside. Uh, and it's revealed that, you know, they may, he reveals that they made out, but Lily doesn't want to believe it. And Ted convinces her that it is what happened. And she's like kind of freaking out about it. And while this is going on, uh, while they're uh, over there, it's Marshall, Barney, and and Robin at the booth, and they yeah. tell the, the the story that we that we just talked about. Which, again, I love the Marshall Barney. <laughs> story. It's so it's so good. It's one of my favorite parts. It's just it's so hilarious because it's so something Marshall would do. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And and then when when they are all back at the booth, blah blah blurts out that uh, Lily and Ted made out. Like, I, I don't know. It's like, I mean, yes, we, we, we're we sitting here saying, you know, this chick is crazy. But, like, I feel like it's more than that. Like, this chick is, like, she, to quote community, she's a GDB. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, I know right where he's going with this. She's a GDB. Like, seriously, who does that? Nobody. Nobody like, does that, man. That's. Like that, this is the guy that you're like seeing, and you're yeah. throwing him under the bus like that. Yeah, that's and well, that's what I'm saying. Up. Like, that's a fucked up thing to do to somebody. Yeah, that's real messed up. You're gonna cause so many problems from that. Not to mention, it's like you could end up ruining a friendship and a relationship. Yeah, like we see crazy, crazy, uh, uh, you know, people that that some of these characters have dated who are kind of crazy who don't act like that. Like Marshall goes out with that one girl, uh, Marina Baccarin plays her, um, you know, from Firefly. Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the character's name now, but she, like we find out she's on this, on the scale. She's got the crazy eyes. She's got the crazy eyes. And she, but, but she's like the nicest person. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, it, it's more than just you know being on the hot crazy scale. There's more. Like I said, she's a GDB, and that's well, this, that's. The truth. I feel like with this one here, she's not so much hot crazy scale because I don't feel like a lot of her actions are crazy. I feel like she's just. I mean, I do. The way she reacts to to Robin, true. Like she's she's a little off off her off the rails there, man. I don't know. <laughs> she's off her rocker. Whew. Like, like she, she's to the point where like, I feel like she could get dangerous, you know? I don't disagree with that. Uh, so after she, you know, blurts all this out, uh, Marshall, he's like, no, I, I'm a hundred percent sure that because <laughs> Ted refers to the, uh, her as, uh, unreasonably, unreasonably small mouth. opening mouth girl. Yeah. Yeah. And and Lily calls him uh, too, too much, much tongue, tongue guy. guy, and Marshall's like, "No, nah, I'm pretty sure that unreasonably uh, small mouth opening girl is Alexa Lesky's, and uh, too much tongue guy is Colin O'Reilly." <laughs> and I love what he says after. He's like, "Well, if I'm wrong, I peed in the wrong guy's shampoo." Yeah, which I <laughs> laughed at that because I'm like, "That is such a dumb prank." <laughs> uh, this is like. It's it's a hundred percent college Marshall. Think about it, like Beercules and all that stuff, you know? Like it's a hundred percent college Marshall, like something he would do. Uh all hell Beercules. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh uh, man. <laughs> and so uh even though Ted doesn't believe what he's saying, he pretends he does for Lily and for Marshall. Yeah. Uh, but blah blah, you know, because he he says, well, I guess it was a, 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 a Alexa, 
and, and blah blah freaks out that he made out with some other random yeah. girl another girl Ted. yeah and then takes off uh and but before she does she reveals that they actually met online on world of warcraft which is fucking crazy <laughs> yeah uh, and then they show them in world of warcraft and ted is actually uh a woman in in the game a woman that's funny woman now, with not good armor yeah uh and so like I said, and now she leaves uh and i had a little little extra thing that i wanted to add in here i'm not going to say what her name is because that was in here too but um we find out in a later episode uh specifically in the episode rabbit or duck uh lily actually tells marshall that blah blah has been committed to a mental institution which is crazy because i yeah I don't remember that, but I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I think it's. I, I mean, I'm because I didn't remember it either, but it must have just been kind of like a off the cuff kind of a comment. I don't know, but I, I'm, 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 I'll be interested to watch it when we when to pay attention. To I was it. gonna say I'm half tempted to just go and watch that episode yeah. just so I can try to see the comment. Yeah, so I'm like, I thought that was interesting because like it ties back into this. Yeah, the whole crazy thing uh, with her, and she is, she is. I'll say that. Uh, <laughs> and so then we flash forward to the year twenty twenty. That's two years in the past for us right now, but <laughs> you know it was definitely the future for, them, for them. The past for us. Yeah, it was the twentieth uh, college reunion for for the three of them for Marshall, Lily, and and Ted. Uh, and Ted is is sitting there talking. With none other than Alexa Leskis, uh, and she reveals that it was in fact her that he made out with during yep. the freshman orientation, and not Lily. And uh, you know, he was really excited to to be like, "Lily, we never made out." She's like, "Yeah, I know, Ted." Uh, he's like, "And I'm not too much tongue guy." And she's like, "Well, yeah, I love how Alexa's like, eh. <laughs> he still is, <coughs> at least was too much tongue guy." Um, I mean, he might still be. Which, which uh, I have another. I have a funny note about that. Um, in the episode, drum roll, please. Victor- one of Victoria's worries is that if she and Ted kiss, Ted might use too much tongue and break the spell of their magical evening. That is true. Which I think is really funny. That is. I had not even thought about that. That is a nice little. Yeah. Catch right there. Yeah, I thought that I thought that was kind of a nice little conic, uh, kind of like a callback, I guess you could say. Uh, and so then the episode ends, still in 2020, with uh, Marshall, Lily, and Ted. They're I think they're in like the hallway or something. Yeah, they're in uh, like the hallway of the school, and they're and they're quote unquote eating a sandwich again. They're having a sandwich. Yep. And uh, Ted, while, Ted, while laughing, then asks where his wife is. Yeah. One of the one of the few early references to her that we get, uh, and I have another little my last little note here. Ted and Tracy would have actually just recently gotten married because both the wedding and the reunion were in 2020. Huh. So they would have like w- within a few months have gotten had gotten married. That's cool. Point. That's yeah, actually really cool. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was pretty neat. So uh, yeah. that is the uh, episode, season three, episode five, How I Met Everyone Else. Everyone uh, John, else. What are your uh, overall uh, final thoughts on the episode? She's a GDB. She is, man. She <laughs> is. Wait, she's GDC. Crazy. She is. She is GDC. She obviously is certifiable. Uh, this is a good episode. It's probably, uh, I mean, I, I can't say it's top five for me, but it's definitely. No, I would say, yeah, it's it's a, it's a really good one. Um, it's possible that it might be in my like top ten, top twenty. I mean, there's 208 episodes, so that you know, even top twenty, that's the you know the top ten percent of, of of all episodes. So <laughs> you know what I mean. So. Um, it's not my favorite episode of the season. I'll say that because there, there's some coming up soon. Uh, there's one in particular coming up soon, uh, in like four episodes that is my favorite episode of the season. 
Is it what I think it is? It is Slaps Giving, baby. Slaps Giving! <laughs> it is coming up. Uh, I recently watched it again for that article I was talking about. Still holds up, man. It's so good. Dude, it's, it's a good episode. Yeah, it's great. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, yeah, she's a GDB. Uh, she's G- definitely GDC. And uh, I love, I just loved getting to hear all the, all the stories in this episode. Uh, you know, I really yeah, enjoyed it. It's nice getting to see how everybody meets everybody. Yeah. Does all the fun little stuff. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that brings us to your favorite part of the night, people. I know it yeah, is. Yeah. You're like, we're sick of hearing you talk about the episode. Let's talk about something else. And that is Barney's blog. Suit up, bitches. Yeah. All right. So this edition of Barney's blog is simply called The Hot Crazy Scale. This was written Monday, October 22nd, 2007, and it reads, The theory of evolution alleges that humans evolved from monkeys. If we accept this theory, then we must also accept that over the course of millions of years, women have become more attractive, less hairy, and infinitely crazier. <laughs> the, the problem is certain women's, certain women's increase in physical attractiveness have been disproportional to their increase in psychosis. Luckily for us, a chart exists where we can see just how out of the balance the ratio between your hotness and craziness has become. Knowledge that can prove to be invaluable over the course of your daily life. Now, you know how hot you are, but you probably have no idea how crazy you are. A major contributing factor to the problem. That's where the great Professor Barnabas Stinson comes in, uh, comes to the rescue. Be honest and rate your hotness from 1 to 10. Then take the following simple quiz I've des- uh, designed to see where you fall on the hot crazy scale. Ooh. And he gives and he gives uh, 10 prompts. Each have three uh, answers that you, you would have to pick from. And then there are points that are uh, uh, scored at, at the end of it. Can I take the hot crazy scale? Sure. Um, you'll have to at least in your mind change because like they're geared at women. Fair. So like some of them, it'll be like you know talking about dating a guy. So you just have to apply it to dating a, a woman. You know, All right, let's do this. Okay. So number one, you're walking down the street and see Matt Damon. <laughs> you you a gawk from afar and let him pass unbothered. B, run up to him and beg to have his babies. Or C, stab him with a pen. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have to really... I wouldn't beg him for his babies, but I would definitely stab him with a pen. Well, damn, bro. Okay. And then I would be like, that's for goodwill hunting. <laughs> Ouch, man. Damn. How do you like them apples? <laughs> there it is. Uh, so number two. You're driving on the freeway and someone cuts you off. You A, take a deep breath, count to 10, and do a random act of kindness. <laughs> B, hold down your horn and scream obscenities. Or C, stab him with his own broken windshield wiper. B. Okay. <laughs> Number How three. The broken windshield wiper does sound fun. It does. Number three, you see a kitten stuck in a tree. <laughs> you A, call the fire department and wait for professional help. B, climb up and rescue it, then take it home to join the 125 other cats you currently care for. Or C, stab it with a tree branch. <laughs> Why does everything got to be stabbing? <laughs> Why can't I let it get roasted in the thing and then snack on its dead flesh? I don't know. That's not an option, Joe. I, I would call the fire department though to get it out of the tree. Okay. Number four, you're on a date with a fellow, uh, and it's not going well. You A, explain to him you're just not compatible and offer to split the check. B, start a small fire in the ladies' bathroom, thus evacuating the restaurant and ending your date. Or C, finish your decadent five-course dinner and then stab him with a lobster claw. (laughs) A, Fair, fair. You're uh, number five. Your boss makes a pass at you. You A, report it to human resources. B, go for it, then blackmail him for the rest of his natural life. 
or C, stab him with his tie. Not sure how that works, but put sure. The, get it wet, put it in the freezer. See, look at that. Um, always thinking. Always <laughs> thinking. <laughs> Might have answered that way too fast. So just for that, I'm going to go with C. <laughs> oh, all right. Stab him with his tie. <laughs> uh, so six. The barista screws up your double skim, half-calf, no-sugar, added caramel macchiato. You A, drink whatever she gives you so as not to create a scene. B, throw the scalding hot beverage into the barista's face. Or C, stab her with a coffee cup. I'm going to have to go with B. I, I would I would hope that there would have been a remake, the coffee option, but <laughs> nope. not gonna, I'm not going to drink it wrong. Some but, of these, some of these jump real quick from A to B, like yeah, real quick. Uh, n- number seven, it's Christmas. It's time for giving, charity, and joy. One of the Salvation Army Santas won't stop ringing the bell in front of your apartment. You A, thank him for doing the Lord's work and give generously. B, tar and feather him from your fifth floor balcony. Or C, stab him with his bell and steal his bucket. <laughs> I'm going to stab him with his bell. <laughs> and steal his bucket. And steal his bucket. <laughs> I hate Christmas. Uh, sorry, eight. sorry, guy. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, eight, your grandparents are in town visiting. You, A, happily show them around town, taking extra special care of them. B, berate, berate them for the measly 12 bucks they gave you on your last year's birthday. <laughs> or C... <laughs> Stab them with their dentures. Oh, fuck. Hey. Okay. Uh, number nine, you find a wallet in the middle of the street. You, A, locate the wallet's owner and return it as found. B, steal the person's identity and live as them. Big jump there, I'm just saying. Or C, locate the wallet's owner and stab them with their license. <laughs> hey. Okay, and number 10, final one. Your boyfriend proposes. You, A, tearfully admit that you're already married, but not opposed to polygamy. B, you say, honestly, we've had a lot of great times together, but I just don't see a future between us, thus breaking his heart. Then you pick up the pieces of said broken heart and stab him with it. Or C, say yes, yes, a million times yes. Wow. I'm going to stab him with his heart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so B. Uh, all right. I love that question because all of, so you go down, the craziest one is obviously always number letter C. Yeah. I love that the crazy answer in this one is the say yes, yes, a million times yes. Just saying. I think that's hilarious. Well, because okay. Barney doesn't do marriage. It's true. All right. So. To find your crazy rating, give yourself zero points for every A, one point for every B, and two points for every C. I was keeping track. Don't worry. Take the total, divide by two, and now you have your crazy number. Now, using your self-assigned hot number, which is what, John? I would say three, most. I mean, I disagree with that, but that's it. That's, that's oh, your self bro, thank you. It's your self-assigned number. Uh, find your position on the Stinson Hot Crazy Scale. Remember, uh, remember, you want to find yourself located on the hot side, not the crazy side. If the results are not to your liking, please adjust your appearance or personality <laughs> accordingly. Uh, so, John, here is the here is the scale. Uh, your hot is three. But or yeah, but you're crazy is four and a half. I'm sorry, John. You have uh drifted over the Mendoza diagonal into the crazy zone. That's awesome. According to your own self-assigned hot skit hotness score. You heard so. of people. I'm crazy. <laughs> uh so there it is, folks. That uh is this week's episode of Last Call at McLaren's. John, if you don't have anything else for them, why don't you tell them where they can find you? Listen, people, I would love it if you'd hop on over at Twitter. Uh, There is a link to my blogs. Uh, It's a Wix account, W-I-X. Go over, read some of my blogs, tell me what you think. Uh, I'd love to get some new viewers over there. 
Uh, I've decided not to promote the podcast anymore. I think I'm going to be done with the podcast and simply blog from now on. Uh, but it's still it's still simply sane. So I mean, you're still going to get the simply sane title. You're still going to get the same kind of content. Just instead of trying to talk about it, it's going to be simply typed out. Um, please, 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 please jump over there. Give some what shit is a that? read. What is that Twitter? Uh, that Twitter page? Well, my Twitter page is at simply sane J one, uh, which uh, uh, obviously corresponds with my blog because uh, I want to be cool like Barney Stinson peeps. Help me get my log up off the ground. There it is. And I'm going to, let's see if I can not butcher this this time. You can find Josh, that's JP Rayner, J P R A Y N O R, at twitter.com. Yes, there it is. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess that's close enough. (laughs) You can also find me at at Movie (laughs) I threw you off so bad. You did. Uh, that is the Twitter page for my site, Merkley the Movie Blog. If you are watching this on YouTube, you are obviously watching it on the Merkley the Movie Blog YouTube channel. So be sure to hit that like button, smash, smash that, subscribe that subscribe button, button. click that little bell, wherever the fuck that bitch is. Yeah, wherever while you're over there, wherever the GDB is, wherever that goddamn bell is. And while you're over there, watch some trailer reviews, watch mm-hmm. this man have people talk about Marvel and sure. Star Wars and what else is on there. I mean, I haven't done much in a while, so other than this. Uh, but uh, my my hope is to uh, get it back up and running. Um, also, he- head over to to Collider and uh, search my name over there. I've been doing a bunch of articles over there as well. Um, so check uh, check some of those out. Uh, I should my my How I Met Your Mother Thanksgiving one will be up next week on Thursday. I think is when it's scheduled. So it'll be like three days after this drop so you have plenty of time to look out for it folks and um, if you keep watching sooner or later my first movie review should get posted somewhere yes uh eventually i'll remember to do that <laughs> he won't i will i will you may have to send it to me again i have to, I have to go back through and find it because it's in the messages somewhere or no you emailed it to me I that, that should be easy that should be easy then i'll get it i'll get it don't you worry. no he won't he I won't. will I promise. I will. You watch. You'll be surprised. You'll be like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" My name is on the internet. <laughs> Boom. But, but be sure you check us out uh, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Patreon, on Anchor. You know any of the places that we do all this stuff. At last call, H I M Y M. Oh yeah. Like I said, be sure to do that. and be sure to answer our question this week, John. What was it again? It was. What is Blah Blah's real name? There it is. Be sure to tweet us out on uh, la- at last call H I M Y M with the answer to that. Uh, and yeah, make sure you check us out on all those platforms. If you uh, are, you know, watching on on YouTube, be sure to leave us a comment there. Uh, if you are uh, listening on Anchor, you can leave us a voice message. You know, we'll play yeah. that on air if you're listening uh, on Apple Podcasts. You leave us a five-star review. We'll read that out on air. Uh, we'd, yeah. love to hear, we'd love to hear from you guys. It's it's amazing. Um, like When we first started this podcast, we didn't think it was going to go very far. We didn't think we were going to reach people. We just it, it was a show we loved, and we wanted to talk about it. You know, We didn't care how many people actually listened. And to know that it has affected people in such a positive way, uh, yeah. it, it really it, it's, it's, it means a lot. So we love to hear from you guys. So well, and it was, it was a nice shift because before we were doing this podcast, we were doing Off the Ropes with John and Josh. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who haven't checked that out, we haven't done an episode in over a year at this point, um, or near a year anyway. Yeah, I think <clears> it was uh, sometime before WrestleMania We was the last uh, m- Most likely, you won't see another episode of Off the Ropes. Uh, we are focused pretty much here right now on Last Call. Yeah. Uh, we both got so much stuff going on. And as much as I loved Off the Ropes, there was just always so much going on in wrestling that we would have to do like a multi-time record just to get an episode out. It's true. Maybe I'll take over Off the Ropes by myself, but probably yeah. not. <laughs> I mean, if anything, maybe we'll do just like the big four pay-per-views and just kind of give our thoughts. I don't know. Something. Pay-per-view reviews? That wouldn't yeah. be bad. You it's know, four times a year even. Who knows? The Rumble we'll is see. around the corner. It's true. It Actually, Survivor Series, Survivor is, series is, is right around the corner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, they're, they're doing build-up for that already. 
yeah but uh yeah so be sure to check us out on all those uh things and and, and here we want to hear from you like i said we just we we love hearing from you guys and we do we love you all so, yeah absolutely so uh i think that's all i got for him man so uh what do you got for him listen if i told you once i've told you almost a hundred times you don't have to go home but you can't listen here catch you next time